You are listening to Pharmaceutical Calculations, a podcast about tips, tricks, and strategies for solving pharmaceutical calculations. This episode was originally broadcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash pharmaceutical calculations easy. Welcome to the Pharmaceutical Calculations Solve Along. In this video, we'll be taking a look at two osmolarity calculation questions. This question is part four of a five-part series on osmolarity calculations. If you'd like to watch the first three parts, I'll put links to those videos in the description and I'll put in the card as well. So as pharmacy students, one of the things we should be proficient in is osmolarity calculations. And if you are in the US, then one of the topics that typically shows up on the NAPLEX is osmolarity calculations. So you want to be really good at solving those type of questions. So let's get right to the questions. So this question says, how many grams of sodium bicarbonate with molecular weight 84 is needed to compound a solution containing 2000 milliosmoles? Round to the nearest whole number, do not include units. So for this type of question, the first thing we want to do is use the equation that says milliosmoles is equal to the millimoles times number of particles. And the thing we want to keep in mind is millimoles is actually milligrams divided by molecular weight. So we can rewrite this equation as milliosmoles being equal to milligrams divided by molecular weight times the number of particles. So here, what we're actually looking for is how many grams. And so the strategy will be to figure out how many milligrams we have and then ultimately convert that quantity in milligrams to quantity in grams. So let's go ahead and put in the values. The first thing we also need to calculate is actually how many particles. Now, since you have sodium bicarbonate, what you have is NaHCO3. So you put that in an aqueous environment, it dissociates to the sodium cation and the bicarbonate anion. So the number of particles actually, you have one sodium cation and one bicarbonate anion. And so your number of particles is actually two. Now the molecular weight is 84. I just need to make a very distinct clarification here. So typically the units of molecular weight is gram per mole, but what we need is milligrams per millimole. So typically the numeric value stays the same, but the units change and that has to do with the conversion factors. So let's go through the conversion for thoroughness so that we see what that looks like. So one gram is equivalent to a thousand milligrams. So the grams cancel out and one mole is equivalent to a thousand millimoles. So the moles cancel out. Now, what you will notice is you have a thousand enumerator, which takes care of the thousand in the denominator. And so you have units of milligrams per millimole, but your numeric value is the same. You still have 84 milligrams per millimole. So as a useful trick, if you are moving from the gram mole or gram per mole to milligrams per millimole, you can keep the numeric value the same and simply change the units. So now we have all the information we need to go back and put that into the equation. So that would imply that we have 2000 being equal to the quantity in milligrams divided by the molecular weight, which is 84 times the number of particles, which is two. Then we can go ahead and solve for the milligrams, which would be 2000 times 84 divided by two. So the two can take care of this two and you end up with 84,000 milligrams. But notice that the question is asking for grams. So we go ahead and do a quick conversion where a thousand milligrams is equivalent to one gram. So the milligrams cancel out 
and the thousand can take care of this thousand and so you end up with 84 grams so if you look at the past three calculations that we did the three previous parts most of the calculations we did had to do with calculating osmolarity and this is one type where we actually been given the milliosmos and essentially been asked to find the quantity of the substance that we need to prepare so that's a slight variation of the type of question that you can encounter all right so let's take a look at the second question so here the question says how many milliosmoles are present in a one liter solution containing 40 milli equivalents of sodium chloride round to the nearest whole number do not include units so for this question there's actually two ways you can actually do that and i'll go ahead and show you both approaches so for the first approach, we could simply go ahead and use the equation and the equation states milliosmos per liter, which is osmolarity, is equal to quantity in grams per liter divided by the molecular weight times number of particles times 1000. And so one of the reasons we are using this is because it tells us to figure out how many millimoles are present in the one liter solution. So millimoles per milliosmoles per liter is actually osmolarity. And also we are supposed to determine how much of this based off the 40 milli equivalents also present in one liter. So that's important. So now that we have the equation, we need to determine number of particles and then we can recall the molecular weight based off prior experience. Now when we talk about number of particles here, you have sodium chloride and when you put that in an aqueous environment, you have the sodium cation and the chloride anion. Now the number of particles is the number of sodium, you have one sodium species and you have the chloride. So number of particles here is going to be equal to 2. Now the molecular weight for sodium chloride is 58.44 and so we can recall that that's something that you should actually have at your fingertips. So we have the number of particles, we have the molecular weight, what remains is the grams per liter. And so we need to make use of the milli equivalents to arrive at that particular quantity. Now the way that will work is we need to recall that milli equivalence is equal to milligrams of substance divided by molecular weight times the valence. Now for valence, what is happening is you have sodium chloride, once again you put that in an aqueous environment, it dissociates to a sodium cation and a chloride anion. The valence is the absolute of either the charge on the cation or the charge on the anion. So it could be absolute of positive 1 from the sodium which would be 1 or absolute of negative 1 from the chloride which would also be 1. So the valence of sodium chloride is 1. So what we can do now is we can actually put the values into the milliequivalent equation and that would imply that you have 40 being equal to weight in milligrams divided by 58.44 times the valence which is 1. So we can go ahead and solve quantity in milligrams which is actually going to be equal to 40 times 58.44 divided by 1. Now when we do this and do the math we end up with 2337.6. But notice this is in milligrams and we need to be in grams per liter. So we need to do a quick conversion by saying a thousand milligrams is equivalent to one gram. The milligrams cancel out and you end up with 2.34 grams. So now we have all the information that we need to go back and put it into the original equation. And so here we'll have milliosmos per liter is equal to 2.34 divided by the molecular weight, which is 58.44 times the number of particles, which is 2 times 1,000. And then when we go ahead and do the math and round to the nearest whole number and not include units, we will end up with 80. So this actually is the first approach. That's the first way we could do it. There is another approach which you may also find useful 
So let's take a look at how that will break down and then you can compare these two approaches and see which one allows you to solve it expeditiously or which one you resonate with. So for the second approach for the same question, we need to recall two important equations. The first one is milliosmos is equal to millimole times the number of particles. So this is an equation we kind of familiar with because of all the examples that we've done so far. So let's call this equation one and there is a second equation. So that would be the milli equivalence equation. So milli equivalence is equal to millimole times valence. So what we will notice is for both the osmolarity equation or milliosmos equation and milli equivalence equation, they both have millimole in common. So if we call this equation one and we call this equation two, then both equation one and two have the term millimoles in it. And so what that implies is we could actually find a way to make the millimole the subject of the equation here in equation two. And wherever we see millimole in equation one, we can simply substitute that and we'll have another derivative. But to make it much more expeditious, because it's per liter, what we can do is we can divide both sides of the equation one by a liter and end up with this version of the equation. And then we can go ahead and divide both sides of this equation by a liter and we'll have this derivative of that equation as well. And so what we can end up doing then is we can make millimole the subject of the equation here. So millimole per liter is going to be equal to milli equivalent per liter divided by the valence. And that will give us another equation. Let's call that equation three. So now what remains is to substitute this millimole into equation one. And I'm going kind of detailed, but you could do this much more quickly once you know what the process is about. So we'll end up with milliosmos per liter is equal to your substituting equation three into equation one. So we'll end up with MEQ per liter divided by valence times number of particles. And let's call this equation four. So equation four will be the equation that we'll be using to determine the solution. So we need valence and number of particles. And for completeness, if you have sodium chloride, it's going to dissociate into a sodium cation and a chloride anion. So for number of particles, you have one sodium cation and one chloride anion. So that gives you two. But then for your valence, your valence is the absolute of either the charge on the cation or the charge on the anion. So in either way, it's going to be absolute of either positive one, which is one, or the absolute of negative one, which is also going to be one. So your valence is one. So what we can do next is put all this information into the original equation or equation four, and that will be milliosmos per liter is equal to 40 actually from here, divided by the valence, which is one, times the number of particles, which is two, and that will give us 80. So we essentially have the same answer or solution as we got in the previous approach. And that are two, so now you have two ways that you can actually solve this type of question. And so by now you should be getting really comfortable with osmolarity calculations. You've seen a whole range of variety of what you're likely to see on an exam. And so now you should be really comfortable and good at it. Thank you for listening to today's episode from RX Calculations. You can find all the episodes on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash pharmaceutical calculations easy or as articles on our website at rscalculations.com. If you have any questions on any pharmaceutical calculations topic or you would like to suggest future topics, you can post them on our pharmaceutical calculations forum website or YouTube channel. Links to all platforms are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on new episodes. Thanks for listening to today's episode and enjoy life.